Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, White Sox fans. It's Crystal O'Keefe with episode nine of Visiting Dugout brought to you by the Southside Sox. Today on the show, I have Alicia to talk about Tampa Bay, about the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, Alicia, please feel free to introduce yourself. Hi. Yeah, I'm Alicia Thompson. I'm a big Rays fan. Um, I'm actually, I'm in Florida. So if you hear in the background, this really weird sound that is a turtle that lives in my backyard. It makes the most bizarre sound. So it really is just like how you might imagine in Florida. That's fun. Yeah. Um, and you're also an author. I've read and I actually have a copy of your one of your books. Oh, how nice. Yeah. i time of serial killers. So I also just kind of want to plug that for you. Okay. So let's talk about actual baseball now. Yeah. At the time of this recording, the Rays are still first in the American League East. You guys just swept the White Sox over the weekend. Probably will happen again. But how do you feel about the Rays right now? Because they, they're really something special right now. They are. It's a really special team. You know, I've been following them for a long time. Um, and they've been special for several years now. Like the last three, four years, they've just been really fun to watch. But you can just tell there's something different this year. Like, you can see the energy. And I don't know, um, I don't want to be disloyal to my Rays, obviously, but I don't know that I am anticipating a sweep of the White Sox. I think, you know, we're going up to you, obviously. So I I think, and it's a four-game series. Mm-hmm. So a four-game sweep is always pretty hard. So I'm not I'm not betting on that at all. But, um, yeah, I just think they're a really fun team to watch. It'll also be a little cooler in Chicago. yeah. So they're really out of their element there. Yeah, apparently the how cold it was when they were in the Cincinnati game, like it did seem to affect them. Like you could just tell that some of them were not totally used to that. I think I think I was watching Paredes like blow in his hands like every single play. <laughs> it's tough. It's really tough, especially when you get out of the you know stadium with an actual roof over it because it's so cold until like June in Chicago as is. So yeah. Maybe that will affect them. Um, yeah. But where do you see these Rays kind of towards the midseason and then again closer to the end of the season? Um, I mean, obviously, I I do think that we have a really good team. I think we have a lot of depth, which helps us. I think even when we lose players to injuries, there's always, you know, another guy on the bench, another guy we pull up. Um, so I think that that really helps us. You know, already we've had a lot of injuries in our pitching staff, and we've had a lot of pitchers have to step up. Um, I do think that toward the middle of the season, we're going to have like a bit of a, a 
a slide or a losing streak and, and everybody's going to freak out and everybody's going to be like, oh no, you know, maybe that means we don't have it. We're not going to make it this year. I don't think that. I think we're going to pull it back around. But I'm I'm already like pre-preparing myself for that mid-season where like all of a sudden you just like can't seem to win a game and you start to freak out and feel like it's all over. And, you know, I'm, I'm already trying to tell myself like that's not true. It's going to happen. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, so does Wander Franco win MVP this year? I don't know. I think he could. I mean, he, this game alone, he's had like two doubles and he made this amazing barehanded catch that you'll probably see on sports center. Oh, I already um, saw it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I, I was actually watching highlights of, uh, of your game and I saw Robert juniors robbed home runs a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I'm sure that those plays will all be on, you know, the sports center highlights. So I think, I think he has a good chance. He's a good player. Yeah. And Tyler Glass now is going to be facing batters. Actually, as this recording is happening, um, he was supposed to have his first kind of start where he's supposed to pitch two innings. So once he's back and, you know, pending obviously staying healthy this season because he is a little bit more injury prone. He also turns 30 this year. Where do you kind of see him fitting back into that rotation? Um, yeah, I think I also, yeah, I heard that he did face batters and that they said on the broadcast tonight that he was going to um, make a bunch of throws in Tropicana while we were gone, actually while we're in Chicago for that series. So, you know, they're expecting him back pretty soon, obviously not for your series, but for, you know, a series or two after that. Um, I don't know. I think, you know, right now we have this one kind of open spot that we've been putting, we put Fauché in at one point, we put... Uh, Beaks as like an opener, and then he goes into, you know, Fleming. We put Fleming at the start one time, um, which Fleming makes me really nervous. So that always, when I see Fleming as a starter, I'm like, holy shit, okay. Um, sorry, I don't know if I can curse on here. You can. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a baseball podcast, so hopefully you'd be able to. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I think they'd probably, you know, slot him in is, is kind of filling out there. Because I think Bradley's doing really well. I, I'm really excited by Bradley, actually. And then Eflin is back. And then obviously we have McClanahan. So that's... He's been great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought this past series there was going to be a pitcher's duel between Dylan Cease and Shane McClanahan. And it was very one-sided. Shane did phenomenal. <laughs> That was uncharacteristic for Dylan, though, right? I mean, it was from what I've seen of him. And let me just say, his mustache was still just as on point as it ever is. So, if nothing else, you know, I know it wasn't his best outing, but it was a solid outing, and he looked fantastic. Because yeah. I think he has the best mustache in baseball. He does. I I have to agree. No bias there. Um, so we are going to take just a really quick break to pay some bills. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And we are back. Uh, I'm Crystal O'Keefe again, and I'm here with Alicia Thompson. We're talking about all things Rays. So you mentioned 
you might, there might not be a sweep, but how do you feel kind of going into the second series? Again, you're going to be facing Dylan Cease for that first game. And again, home Chicago, Dylan Cease is used to this weather use and plays exceptionally well at home as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's going to be a really tough game in general. I mean, with our, you know, our series at home, you know, twice it was a walk-off, right? So mm-hmm. right there, like that was the home field advantage helping us out. So the fact that we won't have home field advantage in the series is one of the reasons why, you know, I'm I'm not anticipating a sweep. Um, I don't know. I can't really say like which of those games I, I feel better about than others per se, but I just I, I just know that I'm preparing for the fact that if we got out of Chicago with a split series, I'd be satisfied. And if we got out of Chicago with three out of four, I'd be ecstatic. Yeah, I know. Then after that, you'll face Lucas Gilito. And he's been struggling, but he's also been able to kind of figure it out and work his way out of jams. So he's mm-hmm. he's okay. Lance Lynn is really struggling right now, which is not normal at all. He had a great 2022. So bit worried and then we have redacted we do not give out his name on this podcast um because we don't uh, appreciate him so again you you might come out with a split you might come out with three to four depending on how lucas is but ideally dylan will at least be kind of back to his his normal self yeah and are you expecting tim anderson back for this series we still haven't heard anything yet um i'm Hopeful that Yohan Moncada will be back. I think Tim might still have another week. Mm-hmm. But Yohan Moncada has also been really hot. And Aloy Jimenez is finally kind of heating up. Yeah, and Moncada is a, a switch hitter too, isn't he? Mm, yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah, My, uh, I have a baseball chat with a couple of uh, friends that I'm giving a shout out here, partially because I think they're probably two of the people who will actually listen to this podcast <laughs> Um, like for me, I know you have your own right. listeners. I'm saying like on my side, there are two people who might actually check it out. And we always say that we're checking the oven timer on injuries. That's how we phrase it. So we're like, oh, check the timer on glass now. You know, how's he doing? And we're like, oh, you know, it's not coming out clean just yet. Just give him a few more, <laughs> a few more days, a few more weeks. <laughs> Fork is not cleared. Yes. No. Um, so what are your keys though for the Rays to take even three or four of the series? Um, I think a lot of it is just kind of doing what we've been doing, which a, a lot of it is keeping our hitting up and, you know, staying active on the base paths, having, you know, a lot of different guys hitting home runs, which is something that we've really been seeing this year. And it's very exciting because, as I'm sure you know, um, we've always been a team that, you know, we thrive on our pitching mm-hmm. and we win all these games, you know, 3-2, you know, 2 nothing, you know, that kind of thing. And we never could really count on the offense side of things. Um, so that's one thing that's made this season really exciting is that the offense is actually really hot right now. And so I would say a lot of it's just kind of keep doing what they're doing where, you know, different guys are stepping up and, you know, everybody's playing their part. Do you have a player in mind who could be maybe the biggest threat right now for other teams to face? Hmm. Um, I think... Definitely Wander Franco, I think, is is a very uh, scary hitter at the plate. A Rosa Reina has been getting a lot of, even just a lot of, like, base hits, which, mm-hmm. you know, you think of him as being such a home run guy, but he uh, is, I believe, our team's RBI leader, and he's been, you know, batting in a lot of a lot of runs lately. Yandy Diaz has been doing really well. 
mm-hmm. and then Siri is going to be back for this series. Um, and so, you know, he was hitting really well and he was really hot before he got injured. So I, I'd be interested to know, you know, how he's going to do coming back. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Sorry, so, you asked like one threat and I named like five people. I just couldn't. No, pass. no, I appreciate all of the intel that you can give us as if I have some sort of connection with the White Sox. <laughs> um, <laughs> sadly, I don't. So kind of moving on to MLB at large, I think your Rays can personally go pretty far this year. Um, But who do you have kind of as, you know, a hot team that, you know, could make it to the World Series? And who do you have as more of an underdog team or someone that you're kind of favoriting right now? Well, one thing that I think is really exciting right now is actually all the teams that I feel like historically haven't been doing as well lately. And all of a sudden this year, it's like they're just awake. Um, So I think the Pirates are pretty exciting right now. Uh, I think that the Diamondbacks are having like a hell of a season so far. Um, The Orioles, actually in our division, I I find to be one of the the teams I'm the most worried about facing Mm -hmm. is actually the Orioles. um, Because they just, the past two seasons, they've been really waking up. And I remember a a few seasons ago, like 2020, I think the stat was we beat them like 19 times or something. So like if you look at our record, literally 19 wins were from the Orioles. And then they kept making a big deal about that the last couple of years of like, oh, the Orioles are going to be in town. So these are some wins for us. And that was not the case. Like they were really tough to play. And this year they seem like they're doing even better. So I think that they're a, a, a team to watch for sure. Yeah, I just had Michael Waterloo on to talk about the Blue Jays, and he mentioned that the Orioles were kind of his, they're almost there but not ready yet team last year, Mm -hmm. and now they are kind of on that main stage, and he's switched to the Pirates of that team that's starting to really put those pieces back together and make it a little further, but it's not their year just yet, which... I definitely agree with because the Pirates are so much fun to watch right now. Yeah. Well, there's a couple, I want to say a couple x-rays on the Pirates. I know G-Man Choi went over to them. Um, So, I mean, I just find them fun to watch for that reason because I like checking in on, you know, my my former boys. Yeah. I am a big Andrew McCutcheon stan. He is the best. And having him kind of back there in Pittsburgh really – just makes my heart happy and to know that he's having fun and the team is actually winning is great, Mm -hmm. but uh, I I love it. So who do you think makes it to the world series this year? Hmm. That's a great question. Well, I want to say the Rays Mm -hmm. both because I'm biased about the Rays, but also because I think we have it in us. I think we could do it. Um, And then national league wise, you know, your my instinct is always to say the Dodgers because it just feels like they always are there and they're always a threat. But also, I don't know, I don't really want it to be the Dodgers. You know, they've had their chance. They've had their turn. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure who I would face. What do you think? It probably would be the Dodgers. That's always my guess. Yeah. Thankfully, I don't feel like the Astros will make a return this year because they are kind of down bad already they're not Mm -hmm. off to a super hot start and 
I talked when I talked to someone from the Astros, they were like, yeah, losing Verlander was a big hit. We no longer mm-hmm. have this really deep pitching rotation. I was like, yeah, that's a really good point. So he was actually a little worried about them. Although he also said the White Sox would potentially win this division. And I said, buddy, no, it's going to be the Twins. But I appreciate your optimism. Yeah, Twins are off to a great start. They are. I think the Twins are probably the biggest White Sox opponent, and they just come in and slaughter them every single time. So I feel like they're going to lead the division, run away with it, really. It's usually between the Twins, Guardians, and White Sox, kind Mm -hmm. of the race to first, and I think – I think we'll just be stuck in third for most of the season, if not all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, again, thank you, Alicia, for coming on. Please, this is your time to plug your socials or where to find you, where to get your books. Oh, yeah. Um, so on social media, on Instagram and on Twitter, I'm at Alicia Books, so A-L-I-C-I-A Books. Uh, and then I also have a newsletter that's aliciabooks.substack.com where I talk a lot about just music I'm listening to, stuff I'm thinking about. Um, I try not to talk about baseball too much, actually, because I worry that I'm like putting people off, but I can't help myself. And so I end up, you know, talking more about baseball than probably most of my readers want. Um, and yeah, my books are available kind of wherever books are sold. I have one out right now that's called Love in the Time of Serial Killers. And then I have one coming out in August called with love from cold world. And then I'm currently drafting a baseball romance, which I'm very excited about. Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I do love a good baseball romance. I know when I follow somebody who writes and my, her name is just gone from my brain right now, but she writes a lot of like more LGBTQ friendly baseball stuff. Mm-hmm. Is it really Katie fun. Casey by that. any chance? Yes. Um, So she's fun. Anyway, well, again, thank you very much. Best of luck to you in this series. Maybe we'll get a split. That would be really nice. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. All right. Well, goodbye, White Sox fans and maybe some Rays fans, Alicia's friends. Yeah, my two friends from my baseball chat. Bye. (laughs) 